This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips that can help anyone in the book industry, whether you are a librarian, a bookseller, author, publisher, or a writer. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across industries. Today, our guest is Mel Corrigan, who is the book-loving, data-driven business and visibility director at Scribe Publishing Company and chair of the IBPA Advocacy Committee. You can find her reading, cooking, or making pottery in Clarkston, Michigan. Welcome, Mel. Thanks, Maria. It's nice to be here. Absolutely. So I'm Maria Desmondi from Cardinal Rule Press. And the reason we started this podcast was because so many people were coming to us about our creative marketing ideas. And I said, wait a second, we are not the only person in the book industry who is creatively thinking about ways to market their books. There are so many different individuals. And we thought, let's share these stories with others. And so that's how we came to be here today. That's great. And the cool thing is I've been interviewing people all over the country and you are only about 45 minutes away from me. I didn't even realize you were, where are you? Um, we're in Wild Lake, Michigan. Oh, I, I had no idea. Okay, that's great. Isn't that cool? <laughs> it's so neat. Um, so first of all, let's talk about um, what, what, what is your role over at Scribe? Tell us a little bit about your um, role. Okay. So as you said, I'm the business and visibility director at Scribe Publishing Company. Um, it's a small press, so I actually wear many hats. One of my hats is, you know, I handle the sales and royalty data. Um, I handle the kind of the, the business end of what all of our numbers mean and how we can use that to strategize both as a company and to grow and move forward. And then both also very specifically for individual titles. So when I say visibility director, it's really just, that's the way that we think about marketing and PR. You know, everything that we're doing is in the vein of making our books and our authors visible. So if you're talking about marketing campaigns or PR or, you know, reviews, endorsements, all of that is really effectively about visibility. And so that's how we talk about it at Scribe. And so, I, you know, for each of our books, I spend a lot of time working with our authors and really understanding who they are, why they're writing, who they're writing for, you know, what inspires them to write, how we can position their book, not only within maybe the obvious um, audience or genre, but then also maybe some ancillary ones too. Mm. And, um, and then we move forward, you know, I develop these very intricate plans. And then as a team, we move forward and execute that. Okay, this is all amazing, but I must ask, tell us about how your PhD in fuel science is related to your role. <laughs> or maybe it's not, and it was just part of your journey. <laughs> yes, I, well, I have to say, all that time I spent collecting data and writing code and working in spreadsheets, I think has helped me a lot. It, you know, that kind of numbers and logical mind is a really... I really enjoy applying that to a field that is predominantly creative and run predominantly by creative minds. Mm -hmm. So I think that at Scribe, we all make a really good team because we all bring these different pieces to the table. I love that. And then on the other end, you are practicing creativity because you make pottery. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I and love I it. create plans. Is that yeah. creative? <laughs> 
I remember um, when I left teaching, I was in education for over a decade. My dad said, but you went to school for all those years to become a teacher. And I said, well, dad, I'm taking everything I learned and I'm still using it in publishing. It just, you know, looks different. So it does. It looks different. And maybe I don't crack out equations the way I used to, but. (laughs) I feel that that skill set is a part of me and I'm using it all the time. Yeah, it, it just sounds so intimidating. And I think when you when you use the word visibility, I think that also is more relatable than the word marketing. So I like that you brought that to point because it makes sense. You're trying to make the message and the meaning of these books and the author's brand come to life. And you right. do and this. I think Go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and I was just going to say, I think marketing is really only one small piece. I think that the process of what I think of as positioning is actually where so much of everything really, it all rests on that, the positioning at the beginning. And then from that, you're taking pieces of it and you're marketing it to a reader or to a library or whomever. Um, And, you know, and then you're going to try to get the media to pick it up and get some publicity out of it, but it, it all, yeah, again, it all really rests on positioning and visibility. And I think this next question is really going to um, spark interest to a lot of people because I know when when I talk about timelines, people say, stop the press. Wait, how long do you take to take a book from manuscript to production to release? Um, You talk about the value of a 12 to 24 month cycle for bringing books to market. Can you kind of dive in a little bit deeper there? Sure. So... uh you know, in our in our company, we're, we're distributed by IPG, and I think most people know that a distributor is someone who can get your books into bookstores and libraries and ship them all around the country wherever they need to go. Um, so one piece of that is just just in order to be able to work with the distributor, you have to list your titles well ahead of time because they're preparing their catalogs well ahead of time so that they can get them out to the trade. Uh, so that's one piece of it. That's one little milestone that helps to, you know, if you think about that ahead of time, then you can get your ducks in a row. But also even things like acquiring reviews and endorsements. People need time. They need time to read the book. They need, you know, they need time to make the decisions and then get everything back to you. And if you want to have, let's say, an endorsement or a review on the cover of your book, you need to have that well in advance, not even well in advance of publication, but well in advance of printing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like those are the those are the kind of the bare minimum timelines that constrain the whole process. So at a minimum, you're looking at six to nine months out if you want to be involved in the trade process. Absolutely. But then in-house, you know, we have other things going on. We're marketing existing books. Um, we're working with existing authors and maybe new authors. And so we need time to have a like a very robust editorial process. And I want to speak to this in two ways. If you you know, if you have a, a book that's you know just like a fiction book or a memoir, that type of just a plain book, that, that's easier. You can do that in a, maybe a 12-month cycle, um, for, perhaps. But when you have pictures, illustrations, a lot of photography involved, well, then in addition to the editorial, you have the whole design process, which can take quite a bit of time to get it right. And so that's, you know, that's why we work to those timelines. And sometimes even more time would be ideal. <laughs> Absolutely. I, and, you know, another component of that is really getting the authors ready as well, um, especially when they're debut authors, giving them time to understand the process and to, if they don't have a website, if they don't have a social media platform, to really start that before the book comes out. So I'm glad that you spoke. Absolutely. Yeah, that's um, invaluable. Now, I think um, a big part of that also, you talked a little bit about the trade, like reviews and awards. And there are some companies 
that won't, um, that what, what is the request for? I think Publishers Weekly and Kirk is you have to submit it six months, four to six months before the book is um, publicated. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how you leverage awards and, and um, those reviews? Sure. So, uh, right. So yeah, the, the primary trade review outlets, including even, I think a lot, so a lot of people are familiar with forward reviews and mm -hmm you know, Kirkus Reviews and Publishers Weekly, Forward actually wants six months, ideally, which okay. is interesting because they're kind of like indie specific, you know, they're not really, they're, they aren't really serving the corporate publishers per se, they're, they're serving the indie market, but they want even more time than Kirkus wants. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so four to six months before the release date, you need to have an arc of some form you know, going out to those companies, if you even want a chance of a review, yes. right? And then you have to wait and say, did any reviews come in? Yeah, because it's not guaranteed. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's not guaranteed. And then frankly, that's one way you can do that. And then um, if you don't get a review, then you have the option for a paid review for some of those entities, you know, if that's something that appeals to you. Um, but yeah, so let's say, or let, we can use a recent example. You know, we, we had a, you know, we had a book coming out, we sent out all of our arcs and we got some reviews. So then we had time to integrate them into the book jacket. Um, and then that's a really nice thing for readers. I know it's hard for us to think about this right now. We're still in like this COVID sort of world and maybe we're not browsing bookstores the way we used to. But typically if you're in a bookstore and you're picking up books, it, I think it says a lot to turn that book over and see reviews and endorsements from other authors or premier people in that particular industry or genre. I agree. I agree. And um, sometimes that's that's what's going to that's what it will take to get make the sale, um, because people aren't yeah. going to be reading a chapter or two. They're going to look at the back. They're going to look at the title. They're going to look at the cover artwork or design. And like you said, all of that takes time. And so primarily and that's just for the reader. Yeah. Sorry, I, I wanted to say that's just for the reader. But then you can leverage those reviews and endorsements for the media as well. If I'm making a pitch to media, whether it's a local regional paper or entity or even something national like Huffington Post or Rachel Ray, not that Rachel Ray applies to kids books, but just as an example. Yeah. Um, you know, when you have that list of, oh, hey, this very popular author endorsed my book, um, that might get someone to pay a little more attention to your pitch and give you some consideration. So we integrate that very heavily in our media outreach. And when you're um, talking about books that you work with, um, can you be specific? Are you, you're YA, correct? Or do you do a range of levels? We have a range of books. So we have YA fiction books. We also do some culinary books, cookbooks. We have a culinary memoir coming out in May. We have some travel books and we're really looking to get more memoir. We'd like to work more with narrative nonfiction and memoir. Excellent. I can only imagine the time it takes for the culinary books to come to life. It's a lot of work. They have it to make every recipe, don't they? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, and again, you're right. They do have to vet all these recipes. So, you know, it. we have been very lucky and that most of the people that we've worked with doing cookbooks really are very high performing ducks in a row. They kind of come with everything ready. Okay. But okay. you're right. If, if that's not the case, then yes, you're going to want to have beta testers for these recipes and make sure that they check out. Um, that can be a very arduous process. And now before you worked at Scribe, did you work in another publishing company or did you you come right from um, working in a different trade? Yeah, I came from automotive to working at Scribe Publishing Company. So tell me, what do you like about working for an independent publisher? 
I, I like a few things. One, I really love the creativity and maybe the lack of constraints. You know, coming from a giant automotive company where everything is incredibly bureaucratic, it's really just really, really liberating to be in a very small house, being able to work and work on what we want to work on and do it the way we want to do it. Uh, but I think my most favorite part personally is working with the authors. I love engaging with the authors, learning about them. I mean, I email and text with our authors every week, sometimes every day. Oh. I feel that those relationships are, it just makes, it makes everything that we do more interesting to me. I think your authors are so lucky because I know a lot of the bigger houses, they don't have the time or staff to be able to have that frequent communication and mentorship. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm going to answer your question. What I like about being in the independent publishing industry, I think it's important to note that it feels like a family and like a team. And, you know, um, both of us are distributed from I, uh, through IPG. And I know we were part of a similar uh, promotion and I reached out to you and you said, yes, I, for sure. I, I'll interview on your podcast. And it, it just feels like people are helping each other and people are supporting each other's missions and especially getting quality books out into the market and, you know, lifting up each other's presses. Yeah, I feel the same. I don't feel that it's a competitive environment. It feels like a very inclusive and supportive environment. And, you know, I'm active with IBPA and we have these roundtables and I know you participate in many of them. And people are so willing, you know, you ask a question, they'll give you all the information they have. Everyone really wants to help one another. We share resources. We're like, oh, here's my email, some of your questions. And um, that, that feels really great. Everyone yeah. is so accessible. And for those of you tuning in, if you are in the book industry, I would highly recommend, I don't get paid anything to tell you about IBPA, neither does Mel, but um, I have found so much through that organization and they just wrapped up a really great conference and learn, I learned so much from attending that. So it does feel like people are just giving, giving, giving. Um, so where can we find you? Um, tell us a little bit more if people wanna follow up and they wanna see some of your titles. Okay, so you can find us at scribe-publishing.com on the web. Um, our socials are Scribe Pub Co. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And then on Facebook, at Scribe Publishing Company. And um, you can email me. My email address is mel, M-E-L, at scribe-publishing.com. And I think you can find that on our website as well. There's like a about us, staff, and I think you can go Perfect. And we'll make sure, yeah, we can put all of that in the show notes as well. But you really enlightened the conversation about timelines and quality. And um, I think it's important for people to realize what really goes into the production and the marketing of books. And, um, you know, to know that there are so many different hands and hearts that touch these books that come across the desks that we sit at. Yeah, very true. Thank you so much, Mel, for coming out today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Maria. I appreciate it. You know where to find Mel at Scribe Publishing for more information. We look forward to our next interview that will air next Tuesday. Until then, think outside the box and don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Signing out, Maria Desmondi from Cardinal Rule Press. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.